come to save the day. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right, I'm Ron Calgar. The Mighty House team is back with our three of the show. Join us on Facebook Live right now, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live, brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Maggie Red. And wherever you're watching, click on the like button and subscribe, and you'll be notified when we hit the air uh, every week. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 Central Time every Saturday. At MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And, of course, you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-711. Five six one one, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at mrfloor.com. Dot com. There we go. I was paying attention that time. <laughs> and if you want to sign up for the uh, Klein Tool of the Month, give Trixie a call. 877-711-5611 and she will get you set up. Take your name. Your name goes into the uh, Mr. Floor tote bag and We'll draw that at the end of the month. A lucky winner will be sent out a uh, ratcheting crimper. Very cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That was uh that was a rich pick, by the way, too. So yeah, well, it just seemed like kind of a neat tool. Yeah, ratcheting because it's lots of pressure. Then right, and uh, Robbie told us there in the previous hour that uh, when she called in that. She is in in her uh, media influencer that she is, or the what? What's that? Social well, media influencer. That's what she likes to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> even even Andrew's laughing at that one. She's uh she's the media influencer. Uh, uh, so she's got a a Klein Tool tote bag, which she said is a little bit bigger than what she anticipated. So. Right. So we'll see how that goes. She'll she'll be sporting that next week. Hopefully. She'll get some pictures posted up on the Facebook then. She will have plenty of personal items and tools in her bag. Yes. Stuff to to stock up in there. I would think. So uh, one thing, I, we got a email from somebody uh, a couple weeks ago, and, and I think this is a good time to talk about it. Weather, at least up here, is starting to change. And it probably is in Florida, too. Now is the time to really get out there and start yeah, painting. Yeah, we went from rainy season to nicer weather. Yeah. But now is the time to get out there and scrape and paint and clean up the uh, the trim on the outside. Make sure the wood's all solid if you've got wood trim. And, and you're going to want to paint and do all that stuff now. Now is to get the temperature's not as hot. So the paint will take a little bit longer to cure, which is good, which means it'll absorb yes, into it the wood. it lays down nicer. Yes. And you end up with a better finished product when you start from this time of year until it's, what, 50 degrees out? Yeah. So once it's going below fifty degrees, you really don't want to be playing around with putting the paint on the on the um, on the house outside. Anyway, so 
couple of things you might want to start thinking about is scraping any loose areas where the paint's peeling. You got to scrape it, clean it. Unless your house was built before 1978, then you must put plastic down on the ground, extending, extending six feet per story. Okay. So what if you're, and why would you do this? To collect the paint chips, because if it's lead-based paint, you do not want that in your soil. Okay. But what if you're just going to just, uh, you're just like tearing out some bad pieces and splicing and stuff and then going over it with vinyl? Do you still have to do it? Yeah. Anytime you're disturbing paint. Now, the, the they have a maintenance thing, so if it's under, and geez, it's been a couple of years since I trained, I want to say it's six square feet. Yep, that's what I was going to so say. So if you're under six square feet, then you do not have to do it. But, you know, there's some common sense still involved with this, right? You don't want, no matter who you are, you don't want junk falling all over the place. Sure. Sure. It, so that's why those things always crack me up when we're doing the training. People would complain. I'm like, really? Do you just leave? Your client's home's a mess. You don't worry about it. <laughs> you just go inside, cut a hole in the wall, and, and not yeah, put down a it, drop it, cloth? It, right. So I'm like, all we're asking you to do is stop using the canvas drop cloth and go to disposable plastic. You know what I mean? And that's all it really comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So on the outside, though, that, that might be a little bit more difficult to cover everything up. And you're not going to want to leave it covered up for long periods of time because the sun will burn it. And, and yeah, but I mean, it's your work day. You sure. know what I mean? How long are you going to be doing that? And and it's only, again, so it goes back to that email we had last week or the week before where, sure. okay, so you're you're removing aluminum siding or you're removing stuff and you've got paint chips falling, all right? But that's called demolition. Well, once you're done with the demolition, if you clean everything up and you pick up your plastic and all that, you're done. Mm-hmm. You can go put up your new vinyl siding. You don't have to keep putting plastic down. You're done. Right. You did the demo. And that's you got to just do things in phases then. So right. it's not that difficult. So if you're going to be, if you've got loose paint, you want to scrape it, clean it, sand, you know, and, and scuff that surface and, right. and just sand everything down. And um, I, I like to sand in not just the bare areas, but sand the entire board. You want to get a good scratch on all that paint surfaces. So when you put that mm-hmm. next coat of paint on there, it's got something to bond to and it'll it'll grab onto that stuff. Any, right. any areas where it's, it's just wood showing through, bare wood, make sure you use a good primer and prime those bare areas. You don't need to prime everything, but just that area. Right. Um, so that way the paint has something to bond to. So Correct. Um, what kind of primers do you like using outside? Well, here, we, everything we use is uh, Sherwin-Williams Loxon, but that's because we're using over stucco. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I've not seen a piece of wood applied outside. If it's a lap siding you want, we use all concrete board. Oh, really? You know, cementitious. Sure. Whether it's Hardy or whoever. Right. Well, that's because you have a major termite issues down there, right? Yes. Between termites and hurricanes, yes. <laughs> if the termites don't get you, the hurricane will. Is that is that maybe. kind of the... Maybe. <laughs> yeah, but actually the other thing we do in, in, um, is I do lap siding, but we do it in stucco. Huh? They make a bead, plastic bead, that you put every five, seven inches, whatever you want your lap siding to look like. Okay. And then you stucco. And it, when it's painted up, it looks like lap siding. But now, because it's all stucco, it can't come off the house, period. So does it still look like a beveled uh-huh. siding? So then yep. you're, you're, so when you're troweling that in, you're going on. You're literally, yeah, you're putting it on an angle. The bead at the bottom has, yeah. is say five eighths or three quarters of an inch, and at the at the bottom of it, it has a quarter inch. Right. 
so your trowel, when you put the, the mud on the wall, you're actually hitting the quarter inch and the five eighths. So it creates a bevel. So as long as you put the plastic beads on evenly, then yes, it looks like lap siding. Sweet. And it's awesome because, yeah, I mean, there's whole houses done like this. And it's great because, again, you have a hurricane, no siding comes loose. Mm-hmm. Unlike my neighbor who has vinyl siding, which should be illegal down here. <laughs> Because Irma took all his vinyl siding and put it in my pool, which cost me two grand to have my cage rescreened because of his stupid. <laughs> so did he put vinyl, vinyl back- siding? I, you know, for vinyl siding in a wind zone is probably not a good idea. Did he put vinyl back up? Oh yeah, of course. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Actually, put most of the same stuff up, and the guy that was installing it was kind enough to put one nail in it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So it's on the chimney, you know, where it comes off all the time. And sure. then they went and then they went and painted it all. The painted the vinyl? Uh-huh. Okay. So when it's hot out, it looks fine, but when it gets cold out, it gets a little stripey. What are you, what are you doing this to me for, man? Who you, doing you, that? What's I, Andrew doing? I, I, I He's was, flipping me off. No, I wasn't. Yeah, I was you did. Two minutes. <laughs> I must have accidentally put my fingers the wrong way because I was fixing the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and he's flipping me off it, man it was not on the facebook and youtube and twitter so <laughs> we have two minutes left i was fixing the buttons i did not properly coordinate got it that so okay so ba- back to this beveled stucco thing that you guys do down there so uh-huh. is that standing off so that as you as you do this and you put the stucco in that it's becoming one continuous piece then as yes. it cures like regular yes. stucco yes so it's got like a gap in the back of it so that you're just you're just filling. And you do this from the bottom up or the top down? You could do it either way because really? it's plastic beads that are, you know, giving you your edges. So it's, it's actually, I'll take pictures. I've got, um, and are you still, do it on mine. Are you doing like a wire mesh? No. And, and, and so what? What's you don't the, need the wire mesh on block. Oh, because you're going on block. Got it. Okay. Yeah. The only time we use the uh, the lath is, and we use paperback lath, is over wood framing. Got it. So. Okay. That and sounds then, pretty well, interesting. that and then soffits, because all my soffits are stucco. Yep. The only thing that's actually outside, and actually all I use for fascia is Miratech. Uh-huh. You know, and that's it. That's the only wood outside. Huh. But you could use Azac or... Yeah, it's just two. expense. Right. All right, we'll take a quick break and come back with more right after this. You're listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Real good because I'm a craftsman. And not a killer. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Did you hear that uh, last commercial there? LS Tractor? No. LS Tractor? LS Tractor. Hmm. They've got... uh, it looks like they've got, you know, all the stuff for the basic little uh, ranch stuff. They've got the smaller tractors. It doesn't look like they have any, Well, yeah, no, they do have some of the bigger equipment, too. Nice. In North Carolina. I was just curious where it was made because I've never heard of LS tractor before. Is that a distributor or a manufacturer? It's a manufacturer. I thought, you know, I thought maybe it was a dealer, but it's not. It's the... Uh, hmm. 
I don't know. It doesn't say. It, I don't know where it's made, though. But, they, yeah, they have brush hogs. They have all the same hookups. So hmm. if, if you have a little farm or, you know, the, the small ranch, something like that, they got, a tra- mm-hmm. they got tractors for you instead of having to go the old John Deere way, you know. What's wrong with green? I don't know. I, you know, I, I bought a John Deere lawnmower cause that's what you do. You John Deere, right? I bought it in 93. I still use it. <laughs> Thing mm-hmm. still runs. Haven't changed the oil. And I couldn't tell you how many years. And it starts on the first pull every freaking time. You know, I'm ready to upgrade. I want to go to an ego or something like that. You know, the yeah, new no, electric it won't break though. Right. But no, the thing won't die. I just keep sharpening it and. I, I leave yep. the gas in it all winter. I try everything to try and just make this thing die, and it won't die. It's it's just amazing. So, uh, I don't know. I, I'm stuck on the John Deere stuff. I just I, I no, still like I, their I mean, equipment. You just gotta be careful though, because I think some of the box stores sell John Deere, but they're yeah. all 100 series. Yeah, which is not the same as even the 150 series when you go to the John Deere dealer. So you gotta be a little careful. So like. The ones at the stores usually have stamped frames. Okay. Where the ones at the dealership, at the John Deere dealer, I have a either steel or forged. You know what I mean? It's not the, it's not the same animal. Right. They just look the same because I got the plastic covers and a yellow seat. Oh, okay. Got it. But it's not the same animal. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so it's the same uh, thing like, the, like Kohler does to put their products in the big box stores. They're making them different. To, yes, to meet it, a price point. Yes, that's exactly it. And I don't think you'll get the longevity out of it that you would out of one from the dealership. And I think that ultimately, I would think that hurts the brand. Yes, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, if, if you've got a quality product and it costs, you know to go to get that quality product. The day you see it in a box store at a reduced price, and if they start failing, which they will, mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you know, my John Deere sucks because it only lasted two years. Yeah. You know, and it, it's not my story. I'm just saying. So, I John know. Deere, don't, I was just using that as an example. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, I mean, it, you know, so then that, that starts bad mouthing the brand when it was actually just a subpar or value engineered product. Well, but didn't that happen with Pella? Because Pella was, they were making special windows just for the big box stores. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was Big Orange in particular. And those windows were failing within four to five years. They were rotting out. The sashes were rotting out. The frames were rotting out. And it, mm-hmm. they were just a mess. And I, I, I think, that, you know, a lot of people went, oh, these are Pellas. They're great. Well, but they were built for Home Depot. So now all of a sudden, they, right. they, they got, uh, they, their name got tarnished with that. And in, in the industry, I think they're all probably all gone now because- yeah. We've replaced them all already. Uh, but but I agree. I mean, that's where you got to be careful. I remember, you know, I remember early on um, Builder Square was probably one of the original box stores in our area in yep. the south side of Chicago. And you you used to be able to buy bifold doors, mirrored bifold doors, or mm-hmm. with the glass, the glass with a window in a bifold. Right. And you can't anymore because the only company that made those went out of business because they were trying to make the box stores happy yes. you know, at this price point. They realized they couldn't pay their bills selling them for that so <laughs> yeah yeah it's one of those weird things right it's a double-edged sword you know if you you create a product and, and you get it into the box stores you think you're all that but then you know at that point it could actually end up hurting you right you just got a text by the way yeah i know 
I have no idea why. No? No, it's just Etta saying LOL. Oh, okay. So it's not like, it's not a fire going on at a job site where you got to, no. got to deal with something. Yeah, no, no. We're all good. All good. There you Sorry go. Sorry for the commercial interruption. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Blink, dink, dink. So right? That's, that's how it goes. All right, cool. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Let me flip back over here. Did you have a topic in particular you wanted to cover? Me? Yeah. No. No? You're good? Not really. Um, I think that the next thing we have to we should discuss is um homes like home sales uh-huh um depending on your market whether it's still going well whether it's going to pull back because mm-hmm. they're talking recession 2021 right which it doesn't surprise me you know we've been kind of running this amped up for four years five years ten years so it's gonna it's get been it's weird. been it's been growing for 10 or 11 years something like that Every year has yeah. been a little well, bit better. Since 08. 08 was like the bottom, right? Yeah, 08, 09, and then it's been coming up. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we're about ready for a correction. And and this is not going to be like the Great Depression of 2006. It's not going right. to be that. Right. But, um, you know, we're starting to feel it. The housing, you know, we were actually building houses that were selling in week, two Jeez. weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But that's not really happening now. They're They're starting to take longer to sell mm-hmm. and, you know which i think you're gonna see that sure but a lot of people that wanted a new house also bought them you know so in the past 10 years so there there's there is that issue and part of the i, I think the other issue too is a, a, what we're seeing around here is the uh younger generation is not interested in owning a home they just want to rent so they're yeah they're well, not they're not they're buying idiots they're not buying homes. They, you know, they, they don't want the maintenance. They don't want to have to deal with it. They just want to rent and, and be on their way. So, um, they also don't want to cook or anything. They just want to <laughs> call it in and have it delivered. And door dash it. Or what's, what's up with that, Andrew? What are you laughing about? No, I'm just saying it's very relatable. I get, <laughs> I get Uber eats all the time. I can order it at the tab of my finger and it comes to my door. Is, I get that, but what does it cost to have it delivered? Actually, not as much as you think. Like you have no, the base. Any fee. cost is still redunculous. Yes, it is. But at, like, and besides like, from instance, that, like I got this example. fat kid working for me, and it's you know, and he orders from Uber Eats, and he gets <laughs> yeah, McDonald's. That, yeah. Like really, fat boy, you should walk to McDonald's if you need it that bad. There's not just fast food. It's like a it, depending on where you are. Like when I am downtown working, yeah. to save time, and there's all those restaurants nearby. Yeah, I can order. I can order from like an Asian restaurant. I can order from like a Thai restaurant. No, I get that. I've Greek seen the commercials. Place. You could get anybody that's participating. But like the the delivery, it's fee, the epitome of laziness. What's wrong is. with just getting some fresh <laughs> air, moving your feet, and walking somewhere and getting something to eat? Well, he he said it's he's a time saver, it's a but time saver okay, for so, me personally. But that's not you're right. That's not what the majority of people. Yeah. I'm so how much does it so cost? Do you, do you know what so, the fee so is? So like for instance, like a couple of weeks ago, I I I wanted chicken and rice for lunch, so I okay. ordered that from a restaurant that shall not be named. Okay. And it was delivered to me. It was like the food was like ten dollars or something. Right. With everything together, the delivery fee was like. I think it was like three dollars or four dollars. So that's still like that's not 40. that's that's, not that's the next it. day's lunch. True. So you but, guys are all burdened with student loan debt, but yet we have plenty of money to pay DoorDash <laughs> and Uber Eats. 
And it so was, it was, when they whine, I got no track. money. I'm like, get off uh-huh. your butt, learn to cook, whatever. I mean, for that $13, I could have made you a steak dinner. True. True. And but it would have taken less than I, half an hour. And, and, and that's my I'm point. Not a regular it's because it's so convenient. You think it's a good idea, but yet it's not. It's not practical. True. I just, I should allocate more time. Pack, pack a sandwich, you know, get. Yeah. Get, make my own food. Yeah. Get the lunch bucket out and. I made a pizza a couple of days ago. That was fun. <gasps> really? It took me a long time. It took it out of the freezer and stuck it in the oven? Is that what you did? Yes. <laughs> That's the millennial answer. <laughs> you have it pre-made and then you just put it in the oven. And it took a long time, time, Rich. Yes. It took forever. Well, you've got to preheat, then cook. <laughs> yes. It took me like 20 minutes, the whole ordeal. It was a long time. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's that's not, well, You couldn't microwave it? Oh, no, I couldn't. Oh. Chef Mike? <laughs> Chef Andrew. Chef Mike, I told you, the only oven. thing you ever put in the microwave is raw potatoes. Really? Yeah, or if, yeah, when we pre-make green beans and steam them and yeah. then we put them in the microwave occasionally, so. Okay. Is your Roomba going off over there, Rich? Yeah. Two minutes. Okay. You can hear that, huh? Yep. That's not even in this room. It's in the hallway. Yeah. Oh, I can. Uh, plus, I know the Roomba noise. Apparently. So, so you can hear. I, I heard it go down the hallway there. So. Yeah. And and you, I don't know if your Roomba does this, but I, I we got one a few years ago, and it goes out. I don't and I don't know where it goes, but it brings stuff back that I've never seen before. Does yours I, do that too? Yes. It's like where did you find like, this? The boss keeps a pretty damn clean house. <laughs> I, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, and then Roomba goes out and Roomba comes back and you're like, did we suck up a dog or a mouse somewhere that I didn't know we had? Because where did all that hair come from? Right. You know, it's like, yeah, I agree. It's like, that's crazy. Those things work amazing. If you've if you've got the wherewithal now, here we are talking about being lazy and not wanting to walk around with a (laughs) with a vacuum cleaner. But that thing works great. And, you know, I've just got it set to go off at noon every day. You can't, I thought I had originally set up for overnight, but it needs right. light to be able to see. So you got to run it during the day. So we're both gone during the day at noon anyway. So it goes off the dog or run and hide because it can't stand what do you mean it. It needs light. It, it needs light to run. You can't run it at it's night. A robot. It, it needs, Why? I don't know. Cause I, I, it would always get stuck in the middle of the night when I would run it over at night. So, cause like the missus, she brings up her app. Yeah. And it's a map of our house. Yes. And it'll tell you where it's done and where it hasn't, because if the battery gets low, it goes and right. charges itself and it yep. goes back. Yep. Ours does but that, But it'll too. tell you. So I, it, no, obviously, it knows its way around. Yeah, but it needs it needs some ambient light to work. I don't know why. I just what? move stuff around to piss it off. <laughs> we'll take a quick break and be back right after this. <laughs> this is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Why must I be so hard? Why must I fail in every attempt at masonry? <laughs> it's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. Hey, Rich. Yes, sir. I, I don't know what you said, but... Uh, somebody said, Rich makes a great point. Right on, Rich. Coming from the Facebook. 
must be the, <laughs> the waste of money you can learn to cook. I don't know. <laughs> that could be it. There you go. I wasn't paying attention to it right at the very beginning. So there we go. Hey, you know what? Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes. Tune in on SoundCloud and Home Improvement USA. Find links to all of them, MightyHouse.net. You can join us on Facebook Live right now, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Maggie Red. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. And if you want to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, how can people do that? You go over to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, uh, and then uh, you know, put in your first and last name, your email address. Scroll on down to the bottom and click on Boom Done. Boom Done, just like that. All taken. Just care. like that. You'd know what's going to be on the show. You get the links. You get all the great information. There you go. Excellent. Okay, and something else that uh, uh, popped up this week, and if you have you know, a, a house, you're getting ready to sell it or you want to remodel your bathroom. Mm -hmm. Do you tell people that they need to keep a bathtub in the house, at least in one and, and not a big whirlpool tub, but like a regular bathtub? Kind of as a rule. Yes. So, I think you should always, it's kind of weirder for us because where we live, there's a lot more empty nesters, Uh huh. you know, but then they have your grandkids come and right. that's really all the tub is for now is the kids. Yeah. Exactly. So, but you, so you would still advise someone not to take the only get rid of all their tubs, whatever. Right. Right. So like I just did a three bedroom or three and a half bath house and one has a tub. Right. On all the rest yeah, of the showers. Yes. Right. So, and I think the only exception I, I, I make on that rule is if somebody they're already in the house, they, um, they don't have any plans on moving. They want to make it so that it's, you know, more convenient for them. They want to stay in there. They want to go out of that house feet first. Right. And, that's the same and expression I always use. And they're, that's that, and that's great. If that's what you want to do, you're going to be there another 15, 20 years. Who cares? Make it the way you want. 15, 20 years, that bathroom is going to need to be remodeled again anyway. So right. at that point, put the shower in that you want. Make the bathroom you want. Make the kitchen you want. Who cares? Because you're going to be there it does, and it won't matter. After that, they can remodel it and change it out if they want a tub back. But um, if you're only going to be in the house a couple of years and you're just doing this to help flip it or to turn it over and sell it in a couple of years, then I think you need to keep that tub in there. Right. So, And they make shorter ones now. Kohler has a Kohler Villager. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. use those. But those are really mm -hmm. short ones. They're not a very deep tub. So. It's easy no, to and, step and over. like I said, because you're not using them as soaker tubs and things like that anymore. And plus, you know, every house we have has a pool. So if you really feel like getting wet, go get in a pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. You know, it's it's like even steam rooms. You know, I've done one sauna and two steam showers in six years. And even that, I don't know why. Uh-huh. Because if you really want to take a sauna, just walk outside. Yep, yep, yep. You know, I mean, lately it's been 92 and 80% humidity. You get a schmitz. That'll that's like your garage, isn't it? You just walk out in your garage, keep the door closed. Oh yeah, that's brutal out there. <laughs> it's got to be pretty nasty. So, it is. Um, so there is that, and uh, when you're remodeling a bathroom and stuff, you can you like I said, you can use the Kohler Villager. It's not an, it's not that expensive. It's it's still got a short 
uh, curb height. So when you're stepping over it, it's not too bad to get in and out of the tub. There, the other, the other side of that, the inverse side of that is somebody that really wants a soaker tub, but, uh, that's also the only bathroom they have. So now they want this big, deep soaker tub or this whirlpool tub. You put this in and now they have to step over this thing to take a shower all the time. And you're stepping in and out of this thing and it, that and has, it's it's risky, yes. you know. Like again, we have a aging population down here, yep. and you know, so anything where you have large or high step in heights and things like that, yes, like it adds another level of danger. Right. So, and that's going to hurt your resale. Also, if you're looking to flip it in a couple of years, you're going to sell it. You're cleaning it up to do something. Use a mm-hmm. standard bathtub. Don't use a deep soaker, even though that may be what you want. It's going to make it harder to sell because when somebody walks in there and looks at that tub, they're going to say, oh, that's going to be a pain to get in and out of because they may not want a bathtub, you know. Right. Um, but if it's a short <clears throat> bathtub, it's fine. That just, for some reason, seems to click and, that, okay, that's normal. So uh, just something to keep uh, keep keep thinking about. No, I would agree with that. I mean, it's no, most people don't take baths anymore, period. So it becomes a waste. So it's really just for kids and grandkids. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, what is the, oh. I don't know. Where are you going? Where Where am I going? Um, I, I had a note here, and I don't even remember what this is for now, but it's interesting nonetheless, and that is, how do you survive a kitchen remodel? When you- Apparently with DoorDash and Uber Eats. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, kitchen remodels are the worst, but... It, I don't, it's not that bad if you plan it properly. Like I would never start a kitchen remodel without having the cabinets pretty much sitting there. Uh-huh. So that, you know, they'd be in my shop or in your garage or whatever. And that way you can do demolition, pull the floors, pull all the drywall, do my electric. You put your sheets of drywall up and, you know, the trick in a kitchen is put a two-foot strip at the bottom four foot sheet and then two foot strip at the top mm-hmm. that way you have no joint running where your backsplash is right so literally there's no taping involved yep so then you put your cabinets in right away right you get or you, you go on and get your floors in but literally you could be without your kitchen i mean it shouldn't take more than seven days to right. do the kitchen yeah for, if everything's ready and you're in a newer house now if, it, if that if that house was built in the 20s or the 1800s and you need new oh, water I'll take lines. an extra day. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, you, you know, you're running new water lines, new drains, all new electric, uh, you know, and you're, you're piping and pulling all new circuits, and you're going to need at least minimum nine circuits in a kitchen. Yep. So make sure you've got enough space in your panel for that. And I don't know, we, we started a kitchen. We knew that it was going to be 12 weeks out for the cabinets. So we, mm-hmm. t- we timed it so that that way we'd have everything prepped and ready so that when the cabinet showed up, they could go straight into the house and be installed. Right. That happened to be with the same cabinet manufacturer that went out of business oh. after we started the job. Ouch. <laughs> so the job that we started in May, we are now just now wrapping up. So oh, I bet that's a happy homeowner. Yeah. Well, yeah, they are because now they've, they've actually got a kitchen again to use, but- no, no, no. I mean, I'm sure they were thrilled with the whole. Oh, oh, no, and and that that was uh, that that took some work, but uh, we got we got through it. And with that, you know, when, when a 
it wasn't like a small mom and pop place that went out of business, you know? No, no. I... So it was, it, it, you would never think that a, a large manufacturer. Well, what like was that, the name? Which one was it? Woodmart or Woodmode? Wood it's Woodmode. Yeah, yeah. Woodmode, yeah. Woodmode went out and now that some guy's buying it and bringing it back. And, you know, so then they called, hey, do you want to start using Woodmode? And I'm like, hell no. I'm not using yeah. Woodmode again. No right? way. I mean, you, you, you jacked with this. First, it's not a cheap product. It's really high-end stuff. So you think you're safe there. And then all of a sudden, we, like I said, we had everything pulled out. Everything was gone. We were redoing all the electric. We were right in the middle of the rough when, right. when we got the call. So now you have to find another manufacturer to do this. And that takes another eight weeks to, for that stuff to come in. So right. it's just, and, and we had to like jump in line for some other people and, you know, trying to, cause everybody's really busy right now too. So trying to yep. get in that queue was just brutal. Um, oh, so that, that there's a, a six month kitchen project that like it should have been done in two months, maybe month and a half, two months. So no, and I agree with you. I mean, if it's a large job, um, you know, where you're moving walls and doing structural changes, things like that. But yep. I mean, your your typical kitchen remodel slash update. I mean, that literally you could flip that so fast. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're doing a basic kitchen, you could you could be in and out in a week real easy. You've yeah. got ten, fifteen cabinets, and uh, and the house was built in the seventies or newer, and you're not having mm -hmm. to really mess around with a bunch of electric. Everything's going back to the same location. You're not moving stuff. Yeah, you can you can pop it off pretty fast. But you are true, right? Also, that um, you know the other problem you run into are circuits. I mean, it was funny when I would go look at a kitchen remodel. You know, I'd always go look at the electric panel. Uh huh. You know, they had a hundred amp service, twenty five, twenty four circuit panel with no spaces. Yep. You know, and I just read through what's on there, and I go, "Well, we're going to have to upgrade this." And fortunately, we can go to 135 amp, 30 space panel sometimes. Yep. You know, didn't have to change wire, just change out panel, um, and that worked out great on most cases. Right. But occasionally, you had to bump up to a 200, 200 amp service. And, right. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, and towns now are when you go to pull the permit, they actually want to see load calcs because you're doing yeah. the kitchen, so they want to see. Uh, what the load is going to be on the electric service. So you have to go through yeah. and, and lay out all the loads for, for the entire house and then make sure yep. that that electric service is sized properly. So, you know, if you're putting in warming drawers and microwaves and double ovens and, <clears throat> you know, uh, the, uh, the cooktops and stuff, I mean, you can, uh, big refrigerators, you can start running some amperage through that kitchen pretty fast. So, yeah. All right. No doubt about that. We'll take a quick break and come back and uh, close this baby up. We're almost done. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See this hammer in my hand? Yeah, I'm going to find that sad finder. What does it look like? And a level. What is a level? Don't you know what a level is? Yeah, it's something you advance to in a video game. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, we're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 Central Time every Saturday at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. 
You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And uh, with that, I think with that, with that, I think and we're then, good. Uh, is it is that someone just calling in for the Klein Tool of the Month to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month? Uh, I'm going to find out as soon okay. as uh, we get off we the got phone a, with her. Or we him. got a couple of minutes left here, so. Uh, if you want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month, give Trixie a call, 877-711-5611, and she'll get you signed up for the Klein Tool of the Month. We'll be having mm-hmm. that drawing at the end of the month. So that's just Trixie having her own show back there, right? No, yes. it's um, it's our caller, anonymous caller from the first hour, thanking oh. you for mentioning the cause. <laughs> good. There we go. So that's good. Um, I'll say who it is. All right. That's fine. Um, next week or we're going to, we've got Kim MacGyver coming in from the uh, habitat. They're doing something called the 24 hour build. Mm-hmm. You need to come up for this rich. Mm-mm. Yeah. 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 It was like 60 degrees this morning. Yeah. 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 No, I know. No, no, no. Too cold. Two, two reasons. They're drywalling four or five homes. So everybody's got to come in and drywall all these homes Ugh. that they're, <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Drywall's can... fun. Oh yeah, that's a blast. Now, oh yeah. I okay. So you're gonna have people that really don't know what they're doing, drywalling all these walls, and we got to talk to Kim next week about this. Who's the poor sap that has to tape all of that and get it all taped up and 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 looking nice? Because it's all in fun. The, you know, it, everybody thinks, oh, we'll just throw the drywall up. Anybody can tape it, but. If, no. There, if for uh, somebody that's a a good that hangs drywall really well, mm-hmm. it it's that is all the difference in the taping. So, uh, you know, we've had guys come in and they just take all the scraps and they'll have a short wall and they'll just start nailing oh, scraps yeah. up I've all over the place. I've seen that, and that's not good. No, that's no bueno. No, because all of that moves, it cracks. It's a it's a pain in the butt. Um, and so what? You might need to use an extra sheet. It's it's eight yeah, bucks. Yeah, six dollars. Eight bucks, yeah. Or you see the drywall up to the door and then they, they splice a little piece on top of the door and then mm-hmm. they start full sheets again on the other side. Um, you know, that's that's where that drywall is gonna crack. You wanna you wanna span those doorways, those window openings if possible. You wanna span those with a sheet of drywall so that, that way the movement of the house it 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 doesn't crack the tape joints there. Cause Around right. do- doors and windows is where things are going to move. And if you've got a tape joint there, it's going to crack. So um, we're going to have to talk. Yeah, to it kids. always amazed me how people would get cheap. I mean, it's eight bucks a sheet and they would use all those scraps. <laughs> uh-huh. And I remember because I would get calls every now and then. And, you know, and I don't mind doing a little drywall taping on the side, you know. Sure. But it's a tough one to price because it's basically two and a half or three trips. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I can get the the feather and bed coat in the first day you get a second and then a, a sand and touch up pretty much and you know in the corners you can only do left or right side you can't you know same with ceiling do the wall you know the corner beat or corners sure you only do one or the other ceiling or wall you don't do both at the same time so unless, anyway unless you have those how do you corner price that it's three travel times yeah three days of travel blah 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 you know so it's never cheap but i went to one house and it was just that they used scraps all that used every piece look at that I'm like <laughs> i'm not taping this i'm out of here bye-bye that's just bad dude <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's it turns into a plaster job it's not a tape job anymore you know yeah so um and oh yeah i don't know if you've tried this yet 
they, you know, we, I always use the paper tape. I've always liked that. That's, I don't like the fiberglass mesh stuff. No, I always use paper tape. The fiberglass is good for where you got plaster meeting drywall. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like, cause a little fiber stick out of it, but right. they came out with a new one now and it's, it's, um, it almost looks like sill sealer. You know, the, the, the foam that you put down on the sill before you start, you know, on your foundation, yeah. but this is very thin, uh, it's a plasticky thing. And it actually lays down really nice. So mm, not it doesn't, seen that one. No, it's something new. And, uh, I've only, I only tried it on a, I was just doing a small quick tape repair and I got to use mm -hmm. it on that and it went really well. So I'm, I'm looking forward to actually trying it on a little more drywall and, and seeing how it goes. But it, uh, oh, cool. it's, it's a new tape, uh, it, it's like a foam mesh, but it's not Did you the, get that at the box store. Yeah. Yeah. It's at one of the box stores. So okay. who do we got on the air? Uh, Jeff from Nachi's. Hey, Jeff. You got, hey, Jeff. We, we got like 30 seconds. Drywall. Man, I tell you what, you see flipped houses where these guys don't know how to tape it. It's just a mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, so you're going to come out and uh, help us then if we go out and do this? Yeah. You'll be just amazing. People go, is, is that is that a crack? No, that's just a bad tape job. <laughs> exactly. It's a water leak or something nasty. Remember the old, I, I remember the old days when we used to use a banjo to tape. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Box and bazookas. Yep, and they they still have those out there, and and uh, the the professional guys use them, but you know it, it's all, it, it comes down to the taper. I mean, it comes down to that person that's hanging it. That's what I mean. Um, it that's that's half the battle. So, all right, uh, well, t tune in next week, uh, Jeff, and you'll find out. Maybe you can be on the Mighty House Build Team. There you go. Okay, thanks. All right, cool. All right, thanks, bud. <laughs> Bye. All right, so uh, we'll, or I think we might put a team together to go out there, uh, but it's a 24-hour build, so I, who knows? I know uh, Andrew would love to get out there at 3 o'clock in the morning. I can get yeah, we put him on whatever time <laughs> you ask me to. <laughs> yeah. I would totally do it. I got, we'll get you some work gloves so you don't have to worry about you know getting any paper cuts or any any blemishes on your hands and you'll be okay. I do not bench a lot of weights, yeah. so I can lift some things, but not too heavy. But <laughs> So you're not going to grab a sheet of plywood uh, or a, a, I could probably do it, lift it but, like this, but I'm not a trained weightlifter like many of my friends are like, like Rich and I are. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So I'm not a trained weightlifter. I just work for a living bench <laughs> requirement. <laughs> yep. So you grab a five, eight sheet of drywall, you pick it up by the top and you lift it. And you take off, and you know, it's so, fantastic. Yeah, all right. There you go. There's hey, the music. The music started, Rich. Man, always so fast, isn't it? Though, it's amazing. So, Robbie was out. Uh, she had issues this morning. She called in for clutter clarity. So, she'll be back next week and uh, causing trouble and irritating Rich just like always. So, yes, that's, <laughs> that's what she does. She irritates Rich. And then you and when you watch him on the Facebook or the or uh, the Twitter or uh, YouTube, you watch him roll his eyes. It's priceless. It's absolutely priceless. <laughs> it's worth it. Don't go tell back. her that. <laughs> there you go. So uh, say thanks to everybody that called in today or sent emails. You can always send us emails during the week too. Just send them to Rich at MightyHouse.net. He loves getting emails. Sure. Uh, you can follow Usually us on check Facebook. them on Wednesdays. Yeah, you can follow you can follow on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. 
Uh, next week, we're going to talk with Kim MacGyver from Habitat for Humanity. She, they're doing a 24-hour build. MacGyver. MacGyver. Build yeah. stuff. Yeah, they're going to build stuff. Uh, thanks, everybody that called in today. For Trixie, Andrew, Rich Calgill, and Robbie Earhart, an entire Mighty House team, I'm Ron Calgill. Keep it square and level. Until, Until next, next Saturday. Saturday. All right. Hey, Andrew even joined in on that one. Did you dial nice. the music back or something? What's going on there? It's called ducking. That's what the industry term is. It's so that your voices can be heard. Oh, okay. So you're ducking the music? So I thought, because it should be ramping up normally on its own. Yes, and that tells me, okay, talking. you're almost done. Get your seconds. butt off the air because the show is over. I don't want to drown you out. Why not? Because it's been going on for 15 years. Yeah, so what? Who cares? See you later. If you have any questions during the week, you can always post them on Facebook and Twitter. Join us next Saturday for more home infotainment. Mighty House is a square and level media production. Mighty House.